The Last Joyride, Part 17, Wednesday, 10.22 p.m. Two Moscow mules and Joy was ready to leave. She practically pulled me out the door. I was not in any shape to drive myself, and she offered no resistance to walking. She was fairly quiet on the walk back to the warehouse, but held my hand the whole way. It was pleasant, natural, and made me want to get back, get ready for bed, and fall into her arms. I couldn't let that happen. I walked her to the door, then told her I was going to hook up the trailer and get ready for bed myself. Can I see it? Tonight? Yes, tonight. How about you give me a few minutes to unhitch it from the cruiser and hook everything up? There's not even power on right now. She relented, but said she would get ready for bed and then come and see it. I told her I would come get her. I figured it took long enough she might just fall asleep and I wouldn't have to smell her perfume or look at her lips or feel her warm skin or her hands on me. She couldn't hold her alcohol. She would be asleep as soon as she settled down. I couldn't have been more wrong. I finished the leveling of the camper after unhitching it from the cruiser. The water line and power were both hooked up and I was inside digging through the totes to get some clean clothes when I heard a tapping on the door. I yelled for her to come in and boy did she ever. You need someone to tuck you in, she said softly as she stepped inside the small space. I turned and, hi, was all I could come out with. Joy had changed into a light pink pajamas, the shirt cut mid-drift, and that was the first time I saw her belly button ring. She saw me look over her. She could read my mind. There was no doubt about it. I didn't get another word out before she moved to me and held my face and kissed me softly at first, then pulled away, pushed me against the wall and kissed me again, more forcefully this time. I admit it. I was totally unprepared. I was enjoying the feel of her tongue in and out of my mouth, the way she sucked on my bottom lip and the sound of her breath as if she were having to force it out in little bursts. I ran my hands around her waist and up the back of her soft cotton shirt, her hair brushing the backs of my hands as she moved. I pressed her closer. I wanted to feel her, but then remembered my plan. I tried to back away, moving slightly away from the wall, but she sensed it and pushed herself forward, and in an instant, we fell clumsily onto the folded out bed. We both laughed, but she was right on top of me. It wasn't the worst feeling in the world. It was then I chose to try and slow her down. Joy, wait a second, please. She stopped and moved to my side, resting her head on my shoulder as we lay there. What is it, Nick? Just tell me, what is it? You can tell me anything. I took a deep breath. I, I don't know where to begin. I want you, Joy. I, I think you know that. No big secret. I think you know you're the bee's knees, but I think more of you than that. I don't want to do anything with you that you might regret later. She rose pulled herself up and sat Indian-style next to me and rubbed my arms with both of her hands as I tried to talk. Why don't you let me worry about that? Because I don't think you will. We've both got a lot going on right now. I've only known you three days. We've got this huge job you just landed, and for criminy's sake, I'm living in a fucking trailer behind your building. I looked over at her. She was concentrating on my arms, slowly rubbing me from shoulder to fingertip. I had learned to tell by her eyes when she was gone, but she was not. She was right there, thinking, focused on what I could only imagine. Sitting up, I ran my hands through my hair and tried to shake off all the thoughts I was having. In any other situation, this would have been perfect. I had the girl. That's what I had wanted in the first place. But she was different. I liked her, but truthfully, had only known her for three days. Not exactly the length of time it took to cancel well-made plans. It was too much of a risk to become involved in a relationship that might not last. I'd be back to square one, and not again. I just couldn't do it. Joy wrapped her arms around me and slid behind me, running her hands slightly up and down my back using her nails. I let her do it. I let her take all the thoughts out of my head, and with each breath of her sweet floral perfume, they faded further and further away. Joy, I said, pulling my legs up onto the bed and crossing them under me. I could fall in love with you. She pressured my shoulder for me to turn and face her, and I did. I could. I like you. I feel alive with you. She took my hands, never took her eyes off me, and leaned in for another kiss, whispering, 
Why don't you? I reached up and took her behind the neck, my other hand holding her right cheek, and ran my thumb slowly across her lips. I can't right now. I can't do this right now. What was her name? She said, taking my hand and placing the most gentle of kisses across each of my knuckles. Sophie. Sophia was her name. Funny. Until right this second, I couldn't even really say her name without feeling something. I, I really can't explain it. Not sadness. It's kind of more complex than that. I'm not sure anyway. Water passed under that old bridge a long time ago, and I'm going to try and dam it up further downstream. So to answer your question, Sophia. Do you want to tell me about her? She said. Fuck no. What do you want to know anyway? If it's looks, well, you don't look anything alike. Except for your eyes. The color of your eyes. If that's what you want to know anyhow. She leaned in and kissed my cheek and lingered. That's not what I want to know. I just want to know how she broke your heart so badly. She whispered in my ear. You know, I wouldn't do that. It was laughable. And that's exactly what I did. I laughed. I couldn't help it. No. No, you stunning lovely woman. I don't know that. Three days, love. Three days. I knew Sophie five years. Six, actually. And still it happened. Finally, I could feel the tension release. The girl I liked talking with was coming back. I was breathing a sigh of relief and disappointment together at the same time. Nick, she must have been crazy or something. Why would she give you up just like that? God, Joy, there's a lot you don't know, and I really don't want to rehash it all. No, not crazy. A little sheltered, maybe? Anxious and introverted like me, and yeah, a little younger. But it worked. It worked great. Until it didn't. I took her hands this time and held them palms up, rubbing her fingers. I wanted her close. Touching Joy felt warm and made me feel somehow more connected to that chaotic, star-filled mind of hers. Well, Nick, you're older now and wiser. If you think back, there were probably signs that it wasn't going to work. That was a long time ago. It was a year and a half ago, Joy. A year and a fucking half. And it's been a long year and a fucking half. And you know what? While we're on the subject, I'm 30 damn 7 years old, burning rubber towards 40. I don't want to be a miserable fuck at 40, or any other age for that matter. I'm just now getting my act together again. She looked at me, staring into me silently, listening, taking me in as I had been doing her for days. You know, you've been through the ringer too. You've had a life change, so you know what I'm talking about. You're not even who you were, not the girl in that picture you showed me anyway. No, Nick, I'm not that girl at all. At least not all of me is. I'm 33 for what it's worth. Her hands found their way slowly up to my shoulders. She gripped them gently as she shifted her position and moved closer, resting her shapely legs on mine. Nick, when you told me the other day about seeing me, it was like a fantasy come true. I never thought we'd really meet. I looked for you. even saw you once, the one time I was tailing that Audi to see where it parked during the work hours. Something about seeing you made me feel good, like maybe things were turning around in that way for me. I put my hand over her wrists. I knew exactly what she was talking about. It had more to do with simple attraction than broken hearts. It ran disturbingly deeper than that. She was much more like me than I had realized. Giving in to the urge, I stroked her beautiful hair, brushing it back behind her ears. Self-worth, esteem, pride, whatever you're comfortable calling it, does not come at easy for me, or anyone else. Perhaps we're all Wednesday's children, but that would be too simple. Sure, I've thought it through on many a lonely night, but I wasn't sure I even had the answer for myself. Was it my parents divorcing, my inability to please either one of them the older I got, my lack of assimilation around groups of people, anxiety, depression, shyness? Whatever caused it, it was crippling at times, and it was something I had learned to live with. I never saw myself as an attractive person. It just came with the territory. But when I sat there looking at Joy, who was one of the most stunning women I've ever seen, 
I couldn't believe she had very similar problems, even in spite of how she had looked earlier in life. I didn't know how her parents had treated her. Mine were fairly cold and distant after their divorce, even dating. I never picked girls. They chose me, up until Sophia, that is. That was my best stroke of luck. I would never have approached Joy earlier in life, and had there not been stacked coincidences, I more than likely would not have even approached her a couple of days ago. Joy was unsure of herself and had no reason to be. She was marvelous. But if someone had said the same to me, I would have just shrugged it off too. Problem was, I don't think anyone ever said that to Joy. I held one side of her face in one hand and let the other fall to her side, stopping to rest on her hip. How long have you been alone, Joy? She closed her eyes and wrinkled her mouth and exhaled slowly. A little over three years. It's tough, isn't it? I smiled just looking at her. The beautiful young woman, so brave yet vulnerable, hurt, still plodding on, and heaven help her, interested in me for some reason. It is. You just, she paused and looked up at me, exist. One day to the next, month to month, year to year. I know, I finished. I moved further over on the bed and leaned against the back of the camper and held my arms out for her to join me. She scooted up alongside of me and rested her head on my chest, holding her felt good. It was the sensation of touch that I had dearly missed, even yearned for at times. Hard to believe that she just may be feeling the very same way. After she dozed off, I let her sleep a little while in my arms. It felt good, natural, and I wanted her there. After she dozed off, I let her sleep a little while in my arms. It felt good, natural, and I wanted her there. Tomorrow was going to be a strange day without her having spent nearly every waking minute with her for for a few days. I woke her and helped her back to her room, even tucked her in and kissed her goodnight again. It would be so easy to fall in love with her. Hell, I probably already had. Who was I trying to kid anyway? I couldn't keep this girl. I wasn't even happy with myself yet. 